tell the story about how your dad and my dad worked together. I mean, this how long ago was that? Oh, well, let's see. Um, that would probably be late 60s. Mm. Late 60s at the latest, yeah. Wow, wow. And your father was my father's supervisor for the city of Watsonville. Um, they were the only two in the planning department. <laughs> uh, so they've seen Watsonville grow, for sure. Correct. Yeah, so late 60s, that's when they were. I know my dad, when he was building uh, with his partners, they were uh, starting one home at a week here in Watsonville wow. when they were developing out here. Yeah, so a lot has changed for sure. Well, my dad is still working. Oh, my gosh. You <laughs> <laughs> can't get him to retire. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Well, thank you for being here. Today we have Abby Gordon, Accounts Payable Manager, and Julianne Silva, her daughter, A.R. Wilson, Quarry Administrator, Support Representative. Thank you both for being here. Appreciate it. Of course. Yeah. Thank you. So um, tell us a little bit about your background. Let's start with you first and how you came to Granite Rock. So I came to Granite Rock 25 years ago. I came from the banking industry. And after three bank robberies, I thought that was enough. And I actually worked here um, for Granite Rock when I was 16. Wow. Through the Watsonville High School ROP program. And so when I started looking for a job... I went through a hiring agency, and I was like, oh, yeah, I worked there when I was 16. And so um, I came in as a temp, and I have never left. Wow. And was there any unusual, besides the three bank robberies, anything else from the banking industry? <laughs> um, no, that pretty much did oh, that, it. That <laughs> Shut the door on that one. How about you, young lady? Well, then I came along. <laughs> um it was just perfect timing. I mean, I grew up around the corporate office, you know, during the summer helping accounting file paperwork and whatnot. And I only knew Granite Rock as the corporate office. And this job at the quarry came about, and my mom urged me to go for it, knowing that the environment would suit me. And here I am almost two years later. Wow. And you had never been up to the quarry before? No, but I remember when I was little and when she would take us to Gilroy, we'd past the quarry on highway 129 and mm -hmm. she'd point it out to us and all i could see was maybe a conveyor or two right i had no idea how big that place was wow. actually so, so when you're when you got up there for the first time what was your i was, was like wow experience? i'll fit right in <laughs> <laughs> were you taken directly to the quarry did you go up to the office do your safety check-in the yeah. typical straight yeah. to the office and then you know it was during COVID as well so oh. i wasn't exposed to the whole quarry until you know couple weeks later yeah yeah haven't left oh that's <laughs> awesome well um since we're talking a little bit about the background you want to t talk a little bit about maybe your mentor and who you looked up to when you first came into granite rock oh geez um well probably um my supervisors in the county department um steve snodgrass who is our retired CFO. Mm -hmm. Um, I worked my whole time with him. He just retired. Oh, wow. Um, yep. Julie Giannata, she came in a couple years later and just all their knowledge that they've shared, you know, being in CPAs has yeah. helped. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that's huge. Yeah, those are big names right there. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're pretty fresh and young, but uh, who would you consider your current mentor? Um, well, to start off, I'm definitely my mother. She's my personal information center. There you go. <laughs> I knew I had this some big, <laughs> big shoes to fill there. Yeah. But at the quarry, I would say definitely Kenny Knott has taken me under his wing. That's awesome. Appreciated all of his knowledge for sure. That's so cool. Yeah, it's big. It's a big deal to have somebody to help you, and uh, you'll be exchanging that same offering when you uh, maybe you know, 25 years later right uh, maybe less <laughs> maybe you know 10 years later you'll be uh, you'll be helping other people out for sure so let's talk a little bit about what your typical days are like abby you want to start first um typical day really depends on the time of the month um being in accounting accounts payable specifically Beginning of the month, we're, you know, trying to close the books from the previous month. Um, so everything is very time sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet we still need to, you know, issue checks out and payments, you know, during the week. So um, there's always different projects going on, um, different things we're looking at, inventories, we're always trying to reconcile yeah, that, that I remember being in building materials and that was a constant battle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With the 10,000 SKUs we had to look over every single quarter, I think it was, I believe. And also just keeping relevant with the changes in the software yeah, yeah, and yeah. different, you know, things that we need to upgrade on. That's always a challenge. Yeah, absolutely. How about you? I feel like there's no typical days for me. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Constantly changing and, you know, safety incidents come up. You know, emergencies, just, you know, it's a constant, you know, revolve of changing stuff out at the quarry and you just adapt to it. Yeah. Now, and, and that's where it comes down to great leaders because the, the leaders who are calm in the presence of um, emergency situations are critical for everybody being safe and getting out of there. Absolutely. And uh, you guys have had a couple experiences, are you? Just a few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps it exciting, you know. I, I like the change and constant uh, controlled chaos yes there you go <laughs> there you go and bodies moving in and out of there i don't mean i mean live people yeah, live <laughs> moving people. from different positions and visitors but, lots of inspectors you know yeah. that's an unusual day really throws a wrench in things yeah but um yeah, yeah. lots of contractors and changing scenery yep absolutely so since we're kind of on that subject, what are some of the biggest challenges you guys have to deal with on a, on a daily basis? Well, there's no challenge that you don't overcome, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say a big change for me coming into the job is now that all the COVID restrictions are lifting, my job's changing a bit. There's yeah. a lot of events and event planning going on. But you are so, knocking it out of the park. I, with. I try. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but yeah. sure takes a team. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, I mean, people come in. Do you have people that are coming into the quarry for the first time, and they're just like, I don't know where to go? Absolutely. Driving around aimlessly. Do you have, how do, how's that work out? Yeah, for the most part, um, you know, people like to check in, we hope. But there's always a few stragglers or, you know uninvited guests that seem to wander up into the quarry oh yeah miss miss all the signs to the office right uh, yeah the team helps out with that yeah make sure they're safe yeah those those big pieces of equipment are 
No joke, right? They will take you out for sure. Yeah, so it's very important that we take care of the people that are on on site for sure. How about you? Biggest challenges um, would be we always need to watch out for fraud. Um, You wouldn't believe how many times somebody wants to replicate our checks. Really? um, So that's a challenge, and just making sure that you know, we keep Granite Rock safe and we, you know, limit our exposure um, for anything that, you know, comes into play. Yeah, I'll bet credit card theft is a big one. Yeah, too. we see we see a little bit of that. So. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, I had that. You helped me with one, <laughs> one incident <laughs> where uh, it was uh, not very fun, but we worked through it for sure. Um, any other things that you could think of that? As far as a big challenge? Um, Just, you know, making sure, you know, our numbers are accurate, what we're reporting on the operating statements. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, we take pride in our work, so. Yeah, and that's critical. I mean, the, our leaders are are making grand decisions based on accuracy, Mm -hmm. and those numbers have to be solid. So everything from the sales um, assumptions and backlog and everything else, that really, impacts the entire company for sure cool since we're kind of on the quarry a little bit there are a lot of things juggling up there and um, i know that you've got your mitts in a few of those tell us a little bit about how the quarry runs and and how it stays safe and how people are on that verge of chaos that organized chaos well it's a usually a well-oiled machine but occasionally things come up, and that's where the team comes into play. Between our craft guys, management, we all have to you know, work together to make sure the issue is handled safely and effectively, and we can go about our business and continue being that well-oiled machine that everyone looks up to. Yeah, yeah. and as you get new people that come in, it's really critical to have that culture, right? There's, culture is a very Huge. important part of the team or the family uh, at Granite Rock. And I think that's why we work so hard at trying to make a perfect fit mm-hmm. for those new team members that come in. It's open 24-7, right? Uh, basically, you have... For, for the most part, we run um, two shifts, but there's always people on site, yeah. whether it's security or swing shift, day shift. Right. And then the, the people that are maintaining the equipment and getting it ready for the next shift to come in, that's a constant orchestra you know those people are oh yeah lots of communication between the shop and the operators and management to schedule those services and make sure the equipment's ready when we need it and that we don't have any uh, major disasters right yeah and communication is critical on that Absolutely. how often do you guys meet as a team and do you guys meet the entire quarry or is it each team has their um, the management team meets um, usually daily mm-hmm. uh, when there's no other events like profit plan going on, uh, <laughs> but they have meetings daily to talk about that and just really make sure the plan's solid and there's no miscommunication. I yeah. think that's really effective for them. Yeah, yeah. So the teamwork is critical. How about you? Want to talk a little bit about your team? Sure. Um, so I have seven people underneath mm. me in accounts payable. Um, we have people who do concrete inventory, aggregate, trucking, building materials, asphalt. We have a couple AP admins, 
and they are a really good group of people they're just always so willing to help each other um, to cover each other to jump in when needed um, they're just I'm very blessed to have them that's awesome yeah it's uh it's the, the most important part. People don't realize that, you know, there are so many components to our company, everything from the um, aggregate being built to the sales team, to the people uh, making sure that everybody's getting paid or receiving payment. It's just to do that on a monthly basis. It's just you finally get it out and it's it, the billings are all done and then you've got to turn around and do it for next month. It's just yep. it's yep. happening that quickly. Yep. The culture that each team has really makes granite rock what it is right yeah, absolutely absolutely uh well let's talk a little bit about your favorite things or with your position what are some of the things that you enjoy the most about your daily activities or your position in general i like the people for mm-hmm. sure i mean the quarry is a great place and i have a lot of interaction with all different departments so i like my day being constantly changing and seeing all the different groups of people at work and on whether it's on the front line you know the people in the shop or the sales team transportation the constant revolving of people mm-hmm. getting to interact with them that's the favorite part of my job that's great and part of that too is that you're meeting new people because you new customers are coming in and they're getting trained on that and you start developing those relationships and you are the face of granite rock as far as they're concerned right i mean that's they come I'd, to that i'd window. like to think so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's nice to have a smiley face mm. and yeah especially with with the contractors you know especially the ones who aren't as familiar with the site making sure they get in contact with the right people and they get their part 46 training and mm-hmm. you know they're going to be safe about their work and yeah and then i you know i make that connection with them and we kind of develop a relationship and that trust builds, right? Right. Knowing right. that they're on site, and I know that they're going to perform their work safe. Yeah. So I want to, I'm going to step back a little bit for the quarry part because if I'm a new contractor, I come in and I get trained, and all I know is I got to go down that hill and turn right or follow the signs. I mean, what's your elevator pitch there? Well, I I feel out their scope of work, what they're here to do, um, and get them in contact with the right people give them a radio if they need it, um, make sure they've had their training, and just really feel out the job they're going to do and what resources they're going to need. I get them get them the resources and send them on their way. Yeah, Everybody's different, right? We have, you know, belt splicers. We have structural people. We have engineers. We have our toilet cleaning service. All like, right. there's, there's so many yeah. specs of contractors that we have. Yeah. So every situation's different, and just ensuring that um, – I do the best to get them there safely yeah. on site and get them in contact with the people that they need. That's where the team comes in. Yeah, yeah. And are you dealing with the rail at all? Yes. I've kind of stepped away from it a little bit, but mm. I was doing the rail billing for a long time. Okay. So that involved um, doing the billing and communicating with um, the guys who load the cars, um, communicating with our rail supervisor. Um, and UP also on certain circumstances, mm-hmm. making sure that order goes out every night. Yeah, absolutely. It's important for 211 to get their aggregate yeah. the next day. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Actually, 241 probably more important. <laughs> right. So I understand you have a little story you would like to share about your time meeting with Bruce. So one afternoon when I was probably, what, 
10 years old. I think so, yeah. I came into the corporate office to sell Girl Scout cookies. Nice. So I was familiar with a lot of the faces around here. So I went about my way um, through the maze of cubicles. And I came back to show my mom the list. And she was in shock that I sat down with Bruce. (laughs) No, I actually walked by and I saw you over at sitting down at his desk. That's perfect. And I thought, oh, no, what what is she doing? (laughs) I I happened to wander over there. He was in. He was close to um, Keith's desk. Okay. Yeah. And I sat down, and he um, agreed to hear my cookie sales spiel. <laughs> oh yeah, he so, gave you the full attention. I absolutely, and I will always remember that. Um, that is I ex- so cool. I explained every cookie I was selling, wow. and I, he bought a whole bunch from me. And wow. I had I had no idea that I was sitting down with the CEO. That is awesome. But I'll I'll remember that that time he gave me. Oh, what a great story. Well, um, as we wrap up here, I want to thank you both for joining us today. And I just want to talk a little bit since we're coming up to the holidays here. Is do you guys have a big family get together or how do you how do you celebrate the holidays? We do. We normally are here in Watsonville. My mother is Portuguese and um after she passed away, normally every year we would we make what's called filage, which is Portuguese donuts, and mm. that is what our dessert is for Christmas Eve. And so um, in the last two years now, it's kind of been Julianne and myself. Um, we have to make the dough. We oh. fry it. But it's kind of a two-person process because she's my muscle. And so awesome. I make her stir uh, incorporate the dough and everything. So Okay. That yeah. is super cool. So yeah. we want to get the re- – if it's okay, I'd like to request the recipe as much as you can give us, and I'll put it in the show notes. But if you don't feel comfortable, we won't do that i have to i have to dig it up (laughs) we're definitely carrying on the family tradition that's great that's wonderful and what's your favorite part of the dessert of course course. (laughs) that's what takes the most time and muscle yeah yeah oh that's wonderful well i want to thank you both for joining us today and we really appreciate your time and also all your fantastic work and look forward to working with you and playing with you in the future so thank you again and you guys have a great day Thanks, Robert. Thank you for having us.